Hello, Rebel Scum. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian episode. Dang, what is it? 112, right? 112, yeah. It's got to be. 112. One, one, two. Uh, Andor. Remember that little spin off movie that we just kind of threw in there? Did you like it? <laughs> well, you're getting more of it. Remember, it was like the only critically uh, successful thing we put out with Disney? I guess the first Star Wars uh, Force of Week is that's critically loved. If you look at all the scores and stuff when it first came out. But, uh, that critically, this, they're all that critically. And, they're all. I mean, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Rogue One. They're all critically acclaimed. I think Rise of Skywalker was the first one. It was like I think it's like fifties right now. But all the other ones, I think Last Jedi is ninety two. Force Awakens, I think, is also in the nineties. I think Rogue One's in the eighties. Well, yeah. I mean, critically and with the fandom. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rogue One for sure. Yeah, because. <clears throat> uh, you know, Last Jedi didn't perform at the box office as well as they hoped. Yeah. But then, of course, uh, Rise of Skywalker was just, uh, you know, bombasted by everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Andor, this is, I don't know, man. This is strange that this guy gets a 12-episode series, yet Obi-Wan gets eight. Mandalorian mm-hmm. gets eight. Boba Fett gets, what was it? I think it was eight, too. But this gets 12, this nobody kind of guy. And then it's got, it gets two seasons as well. Yep. So 24 damn episodes leading up to Rogue One. It's like, <laughs> dude, how do, who decides that this got that much? I mean, I would have loved Obi-Wan to have a run like that to get all the nuance and let it breathe a little bit. But Andor is the one that gets to breathe. That's weird. Yeah, I, well, I was really looking confident. into this a little bit and, um, it doesn't make me look forward to season two. I guess this is mild, 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 very mild spoilers. But if you don't want to know literally anything at all, I would just skip forward. But apparently what was originally planned was they were going to do five seasons. And then Tony what Gilroy. The yeah. Tony Gilroy and um, what's it? Oh, Diego Luna were like, yeah, let's we're going to fucking do it. And then after like a few episodes filming season one, they're like, well, this is going to take like the next 15 years of our life and you're going to age. We're all old. Let's just not do that. Let's do two seasons. So apparently what they're going to do in season two is I think like every three episodes, they're going to jump ahead a year. So it's like after episode three, it'll be like a year later. And then that will be like a year's worth of time. And then a year later. So it'll, it'll like condense what they already had planned into one season, which sounds kind of messy. So hopefully it's done well, but it seems weird to me to jump three years within a season. But hopefully it'll it'll pan out. Well, the whole thing is supposed to be five years. Yeah, uh, five years. Five years within two seasons doesn't seem too crazy to me. Yeah, <clears throat> you don't have to tell me. You know, two years later, just right. play the. You know, I, there's plenty of films and stuff and TV shows where you just kind of okay, we're in the future now. Right. Like right. this is obviously you know what I mean. They they don't always hold your hand and like two years later. Yeah. <laughs> Set. Several minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they like, can do things interesting visually that's like, oh, you know, like a lot of shit's like, oh, his hair is much longer or, you know, now he's shaved. He doesn't have a beard. Like there's always some visual way uh, to show passage of time. So hopefully it's hopefully it's pretty smooth. Yeah. So 
that's my biggest problem with this, that this gets so much. It's like, dang, really? It's almost, it's like Daredevil, and they announced 28 episodes. Like, what? <laughs> what the <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> so I thought that was kind of strange. Um, because they do do that in these episodes. Uh, t- time jumps constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, they do them pretty well. I, I like them. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, a character will shut their eyes. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're in, now you're a child on that. What the hell is yeah. that planet called? I don't remember. The little weirdo planet. Weirdo planet. Uh, so he is not a, he's not a very likable character. Um, right off the bat. He's a uh, well. They, he's 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 likable right off the bat. He's looking for a sister. Oh, that's nice. And some flashbacks of his little sister and their their little freaking wood wildlings in the woods on some planet. It's like that was kind of interesting because we never seen kind of a culture like that. It's always been like a yeah futurish culture, but it was still kind of strange. Like what the what the oh no. Subtitles too was I kind of yeah they don't uh, subtitle nothing. I love when they finally. Uh, see some people and you get I thought their weapons were like bludgeoning weapons mm-hmm. but they're just shit, shitty blow darts yeah like this they're just <laughs> he's got a hundred hundred blow darts in the sky and he's like oh, yeah. there's ah. like 20 blow darts they just fucking <laughs> lit his ass up it was awesome and he he's just blasting more kid deaths yeah and uh, th- that reminds me, in this, they kind of made pistols or laser pistols seem meaty, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. In, st- in Star Wars, it's always just kind of... In this, there's just like... Like one pistol shot and you're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Other Star Wars movies, you get shot a hundred times. Like, oh, that was a close one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's pistols, it's like set to stun or some shit. Yeah. But he's in this—he's in this like dancing bar, you know, you know how you how you do. Top like a brothel, little... maybe the first brothel in Star Wars. It's questionable, but maybe implied yeah. that it's a brothel. It's a cuddle house. It's Disney. You just you—you <laughs> you pay for their company, not their body, Brian. That's sick. <laughs> Some people are just lonely. Call that looking for a friend. Need a good cuddle. <laughs> so. uh He's in there looking for a sister, and there's these two. What the heck? I didn't understand quite. I didn't catch their name. Uh, the the security force on this planet. What the heck? Yeah, some they sort of the corporation. Yeah. Yeah, like, I guess they're kind of like what they are is like private army for the empire. I guess it's what it seemed like to me is the empire can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. Uh, at this point, so because it's just the beginning of the empire, right? It's just even before the rebels have started so they have these little companies or this these little outfits they work for the empire and they are essentially the stormtroopers of the area mm-hmm. but they're not stormtroopers so that was kind of cool to see that that different um top they're like top flight security of the world craig <laughs> and and then there's two of them at the the strip club broth or whatever it is because he's asking the girl about his sister and they're like, hey, we are here first, pal. Get in line, hey. <laughs> and then he says something, and then they're like, oh, you know I'm an officer, right? <laughs> he ain't laughing now, is he? <laughs> he 
And then it's, I can't remember who says it, but like, yeah, and you're on duty, aren't you? Suppose the Empire wouldn't like you sitting in here, would they? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you, they end up going outside, and they confront him uh, and or again, Cassian. And I don't know what the fuck happens. It was quick. He hits the guy. He hits one of them. And then he falls. And then the other guy gets down. Oh, my God. You killed him. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You murderer. <laughs> like, I was like, I from what I – it happened so fast, I thought the guy pulled the gun and he just kind of, whoa, did a Jackie Chan disarm. And then all of a sudden he's dead. I was like, what yeah, the fuck? I've seen this episode twice now because I watched it by myself and I like no spoiler. I liked it. And so I was like, hey, Sarah, you got to sit down and watch this thing. So I watched it again. And it does happen really quick. It's like he goes – the guy reaches in his pocket and Casting's like, no, other one. And as he's kind of going behind him, he does like a little turnaround punch thing. And then simultaneously the other guy pulls his gun out and with a little shuffle, um, the other guy gets shot. So Andor does – kill him i guess but it's an it's an accident it's like it wasn't meant to be he wasn't he wasn't wait a minute so the other officer shot him <sighs> fuck now i'm not yeah i mean it happens so fast but whatever the scuffle happens that officer yeah. gets shot in that in i that feel like he hit fight. oh the, the one who dies got yeah, shot. Yeah, 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 yeah i thought he hit his i thought he hit his head on the wall oh, like, it's, yeah it, i thought yeah i thought he hit his head and then, you know, the guy gets down there. All of a sudden, he's a hard ass the whole time. And now he's like blubbering. <laughs> but he's my friend. <laughs> well, please. He's the only one that would go to the strip club with me. <laughs> uh, and so he's it. No, no, it was an accident. I'll go back with you. No, I'll tell him. <laughs> he t- no, he tried to rob you. I saw him. <laughs> like, just it starts throwing him under the bus and Andor killed that guy then he kind of looks at him and just (laughs) (laughs) pops him in the face and leaves man and this would be the first of many murders performed by Cassian um so it's like yeah this guy gets 24 episodes dog he's out here murdering murdering motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) what I I do like though is that um you know, when you see him in Rogue One, literally the first scene you see him in, he fucking murders somebody cold-bloodedly, like no shame, no remorse, just pop right in the back. A cripple. He, a yes. cripple, too. And there's no <laughs> hesitation. He's just like, this is who he is. And in this one, he, he does murder somebody, but it's so different. Like, there's this great shot where he's walking down the, the alley, and it kind of the frame kind of holds on his face, and you see him, his eyes moving as they're, like, slowly approaching. You can see him, like, calculating what the fuck he's going to do with his best choice to do. And then he does it. <clears throat> it doesn't go very well. And then he's got the guy at mercy. And again, it kind of holds on his face and he's like going through his options. He's like, well, you know, I have to fucking kill this guy because obviously he's going to go back and tell and I'm going to be fucked. So either way, but it's just this, it's this, um, in this scene where he kills somebody, he's thinking about, it. he's more calculated. He's not cold blooded as he is in rogue one. So it's like this journey of like, you know, eventually he will be <laughs> a fucking cold-blooded murderer who has no remorse. But in the early days, you know, it's a little different, a little more complicated. Yeah, and um, yeah, so he does that, and he's kind of in hiding or trying to lay low, and in his town. And then there's a sergeant guy that works for that space force, 
goes to what seems to be his superior, but I, I don't know scene. because yeah. but late because later on that's a good scene and he's like, but they were murdered. If this isn't something to stand for, then what is? What's the point of wearing the damn uniform? Mm -hmm. And he's like, have you altered your uniform? <laughs> uh, a maybe a little. <laughs> a little, a little tailoring. I took the. the shoulders out a bit wasn't <laughs> he's like this <laughs> fucking dumbass fucking tailored is everyone's yeah. just got a you know just kind of a frumpy his is all tight and mm -hmm. uh anyways um and the guy's like you know i'm meeting with the empire later today and the last thing you want to talk to the empire about is crime and murders in your section trust me the less empire has to be here the better for everybody we do yeah. not want them involved in our actual running of this, you know, planet. Uh, so I'm going to tell them everything is great. We don't need no help. And then he's like, but they were murdered. And he's like, but they were murdered. They picked a fight with the wrong human and they died. Mm -hmm. They were in a brothel on the clock. He starts going through all this shit. And yeah. I knew him. He was a terrible person. Yeah, and, I, uh, I love that, so that scene so much. The, that guy's performance is like fucking so perfect. The the boss, he's just like nonchalant, yeah. like, "Oh, I knew the guy. He was a piece of shit. Uh, he didn't get murdered. He was out of fighting. He's just like nonchalant about everything." I, I love that. Yeah, scene. I like how it's like, "You're gonna go write up a report. You're gonna find a nice, convenient accident. <laughs> maybe they maybe they stopped the mugging. Nothing too crazy." Not too don't yeah, make people hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you never see that guy again. And this guy kind of takes it on himself to, uh, I guess, get some know, justice. Yeah. In investigate it and get the uh, warrant out for Cassius and all this. I was like, well, what happened to the other guy? I thought he was in charge. Mm -hmm. How come this guy just could bypass him? So I didn't quite understand that. Um, and then we get into some like stuff of uh, Andor's, I don't know what you'd call her, his fucking mom type figure who saved him as a kid. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Because they're they were in that village and they went out <clears throat> on their little hunt and they, oh yeah, because uh, they saw a ship crash. It's like a, uh, it was a Republic ship. So he not only killed, uh, you know, Empire people, he's killed Republic people too. <laughs> So they're all out there in a public frigate. And that's when they shoot the guy with the 20 freaking darts and the guy starts blasting people and all the kids come up and kind of kill him. And then it's weird. I don't understand. But he's in there and he sees his reflection. Maybe it's the first time he's ever seen his reflection. That's the vibe I got, yeah. And he starts breaking. <laughs> he starts breaking stuff. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Everything's covered with a layer of plastic, like all the buttons and lights conveniently or glass or something. And so then that that woman and her friend are. What do, what do you call that? Mm. Like scavenging or something. Yeah, scavenging. They're taking all the crap. And uh, they hear that. I love the, the black dudes get saying, I wish you get out of here. What is that? This <laughs> sounds like a fucking beast or something. And you don't know these two things are connected. Yeah, yeah. Because the way they the way they're jumping around all the time, you think this is a separate event that they're showing. You see, oh my, ooh, it's gonna be some kind of monster. And no, it's a kid. And uh, she, 
he's like, we need to, we need to go, we need to leave him. The fucking uh, the Republic's gonna be here in a minute. He's like, they're gonna kill him. He killed a Republic officer. <laughs> How yeah. do you know that? <laughs> he's like, there's a. Well, blow darts, darts are kind of a, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, you know, smoking gun there. And um, what do you, well, what do you think? He did it. <laughs> Sit there. Well, no, I think she, I think he says something about like they'll blame him and his tribe, like they're gonna hunt down his people, type of deal. Yeah. And uh, but either so way, she, they're gonna hunt them down if they're gonna find a body of blow darts. So it's a lose lose whether they're gonna, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. And uh, what is they introduced the droid B? I like B. He's yeah. one of the the coolest new droids I've seen in a long time. It's, I don't even know what the fuck kind of droid this is. It's like a square, and it's got pieces that are, can move articulable, but then it can compact mm. them, so it'd be just just a square. And then it's got two little tracks that come out the side, and they're like tank treads. And he shows a lot of emotion, like mm. <laughs> like, be, like being scared and stuff, and apprehensive. And he speaks, which is uh, cool. And he has some kind of a, a memory problem. <laughs> he has like... to charge a lot. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tell a lie for me? Well, I don't know. I got, you got enough juice to tell a lie? Yeah, it's like he has to have enough power to be able to access like certain systems, like lying. A droid can't normally do that. <laughs> I have to have access to my full RAM. <laughs> <laughs> That's two lies, or <laughs> whatever. <it is. laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And then uh, a little bit later, are you charging B? No. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know where he is. And then over the calm, <laughs> B! <laughs> Ooh. That was pretty good. So, yeah, that droid's really cool. And what I want to say about this droid, I, I think it's completely practical. It's what it looks like to me. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and a lot of this, a lot of this is. Mm-hmm. It looks completely practical. Um, I mean, it's shot in Pinewood Studios, so obviously there's a lot. There's green screens behind everything. Blue screens, I think they do in Star Wars. Uh, but they got a lot of physical props, dude, because yeah. this looked good. This looked really good. This very looked, convincing. Even if looked, it is, even all the blue screen stuff, like, I'm not distracted by any of it. It's very well done. Like, having all the props in the foreground and background being special effects, like, you don't really think about it. It's, yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, it all looks very real. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I thought didn't look that great was the speeders. Yeah, the speeder yeah, at the episode end. three when they're yeah for sure that when they're taking off. I don't know that looked yeah. You could because the speeders physical. You could tell they're you know you got an angle on it where you get to see the prop they're sitting on, but then you got to blur this weird background. Mm-hmm. So that was the only thing that didn't look that great. But other than that, this is man. I just I was just thinking <clears throat> when I was watching it that. I don't know if they if they if they still use ILM or if ILM is even still a thing under Disney, but but man, Star Wars uh, effects and CG is top notch. Mm-hmm. Even in their television, it's like this stuff looks good. Even in comparison to other Disney stuff like Marvel stuff, you know, Marvel's always getting shit on like the yeah, yeah. They had to re they had to retouch all the CG. You never hear that about Star Wars. <clears throat> they, they they do it right. Um, so where were we at? He's kind of on the run and 
he's looking for a sister, but he's got this other gal that he's buddies with. They, you can tell they obviously into some shit, and I don't know. They mm-hmm. do some kind of criminal esque activities. It seems like. Yeah, it's unclear uh, if they've had a prior relationship or if they're just friends. Like you don't, we don't really know. But um, but we what we do know is her little her new fling does not like yeah. him at all. Yeah. And uh, she says she can't hang out with him one night, and he goes and follows her and sees it like they're at a bar, just talking. And so he goes and uh, snitches to the little uh, security company that, hey, I think I know this guy you're looking for. Because they find out like he's from that planet that – I forget the name. It's, uh, yeah, I forget too. Like, almost nobody's heard of it. It's a stupid planet where they had a mining facility that like <clears> – <throat> got destroyed and so i don't know all the parents died so all those kids were just raised as savages and no one ever came back for them or something mm-hmm. that's pretty much what i got from it yeah yeah that's what i got too and the the female character knows about cassie and growing up on that planet and he's she's like one of the very few and she must have during some pillow talk told the the new boyfriend because he knew and he's like oh then that's this motherfucker there's only like one guy in the whole galaxy from that planet yeah um so he tells, but then she shows up at his house and just like, take me. And he's like, oh shit, <laughs> probably shouldn't have called that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But oh, well, let's do this if we must. <laughs> oh God. And so what was that one? It reminds me of that one movie. Oh yeah. I think it was Seinfeld. Jerry, I think we have to have sex to save the friendship. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I'm yeah. He's like, sex to save the friendship. <laughs> well, if we must. <laughs> oh, God. That's so good. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. So he, yeah, he snitches because the corporation back on the original planet, they were going through the records of the ship manifest, the ship flight patterns or whatever, and they found the ship from the planet is it ferrix the casting's hang i think it's ferrix um and so now they've put out a you know warning or, or capture wanted you know message to all the or that planet and so he sees it <laughs> in, the, in the files so now he knows that people are looking for casting and casting's wrapped up with his woman so he gets a little liquored up and decides to be a little biatch yeah and this whole time andor has this uh uh what's it called empire box i don't even what the hell is this thing like a tracking device or something because he does say at some point when he's doing the the exchange like you can track whatever empire some sort of tracking device i thought i thought it was like some kind of um republic or empire transponder like if you have that on your ship you could cross through all the like checkpoints oh you know, that could be too, a, yeah you know just undetected and it because it give like a gives off the empire thing that's what mm-hmm. i thought it was but they never really quite get into it and why it was so important why it was so rare mm-hmm. um so the, the whole time he's trying to set up a buyer for that thing because uh he, to get the money to leave the planet because he knows you know, I murdered someone. I think it's time to move on from this one. <laughs> yeah. It seems like this ain't the first time it's happened either. So, Yeah, they uh, go through his rap sheet and it was like, you know, 
assault or, or destruction of company property or whatever. It sounds like he's a little bit of a troublemaker, this Andor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a petty endangerment, mm-hmm. uh, shoplifting, malicious mischief. <laughs> see you in, <laughs> Streaking. Like, see you in, <laughs> yeah, see, see you in 10 years. Like your first parole <laughs> hearing. <laughs> um, yeah, so that he gets his buyer, which is the the Skarsgård character. Ba da ba ba. Oh, I forget his character's name. Uh, I have like a these... uh, let me uh, Luthen Rail like... or Real? Yeah, R A E L. Rail, yeah, I, guess. I feel like these characters in these Star Wars things aren't important at all, other than the main character. It's like the only one you need to know their name. Yeah, yeah. And then every, everyone else is just never referred to by their name. It's just like, when did he say, "Oh, Luthen, come here"? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just, they just, you know, they just they just speak. Um, but he goes to meet him, and by this time they've uh, assembled a security force of like twelve people to go get him. It's kind of cool that little drop ship they have. It's just like the Republic mm-hmm. ship from like episode two, but like <laughs> super miniaturized. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this thing? And uh, <clears throat> he goes to meet him. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's a pretty cool scene. I like the scars guard. He's like, uh, 40,000 credits. Where did you get it? What is what's that important? Who cares what I got it? I got it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'll give you a thousand more to know where you got it. Why do you want to know where I got it, man? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on, you know, if they found out anything about this, they'd they'd uh they'd what this is something like they'd hang me in the square. The same place your father was hung. <laughs> what the fuck did you say? What, what? How do you know who I am? And I know everything about you. <laughs> he starts going through all this stuff. Uh, you know, I thought we'd have a more civil conversation, but we can do it like this. And he's got the gun to his head. He's like, uh, you know, I just thought you might want to fight them for real. I'm putting together a particular team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like this is the Basically. beginning of the rebe- of the rebellion. Is like the yeah. Avengers. <laughs> I heard of this guy on, uh, you know, FX two one seven, and he's a <laughs> hell of a he's a hell of a shooter. <laughs> hell of a murderer, this guy. Yeah, we need a murderer yeah. on our team. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd rather have him on mine than the other. <laughs> <laughs> Some, sometimes you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. <clears throat> so it goes into that and. There's some cool stuff. It's like, oh my god, he's at the door. Don't worry, I rigged it with explosives. When? Yeah, rule number one: always, you know, oh, take yeah. care of the entrance or whatever. Yeah, he starts going through the damn rules. <laughs> like, this is the beginning of your your uh, training for the rebellion. Rule number one: never listen to the rules. Boom. <laughs> oh man. Rule number two: always leave a note. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, uh, uh. Well, we would have more bread if somebody would have left a note. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when they get away on the speeder bikes. 
I mean, we're just casually going through the plot, but there's not much of it. That's pretty much what it is. Um, and it was really, it was good, man. I liked it. We'll see how, how much I can like it for 24 episodes. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of content you got to come up with. <clears throat> but we'll see. I hope we get some other um, uh, appearances by people. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Bale Organa is always in these things. Yeah, <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> what is up. his name? J- Jimmy Smith. Is Still that old guy? as fuck. Getting too am over this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll get Mom Mothra at some point. I mean, she was even in in um, Rogue One, so I'm, I'm assuming she'll show up at some point. Yeah, it's inter- yeah. it's interesting. There's no. This is one of the things I, I mean, uh, yeah, I like the show a lot. Um, I don't know if I'm in love with the show. I don't think it's like the best thing on TV right now. But in terms of the live action Star Wars I've seen, I think it's the best. Um, and it's interesting looking into it because Tony Gilroy is the writer of this. And he he kind of fixed Rogue One as the story goes. As I was kind of researching it, like apparently, according to him, like that movie was in really bad shape. And he came in and and rewrote and, and directed a lot of reshoots and um, and he got credited as a screenwriter, which you have to write like 50 pages, at least 50 pages of screenwriting to get a credit. So he came in and wrote a lot of it. Um, and he's always been on the record of being like, I don't even really care about Star Wars. I don't care about fan service. I'm just, I just want to tell a cool story, I guess. And it really shows in the show. There's, I don't think there's a single, you know, Star Wars iconography in, in either of these episodes. Oh, no, there is the, the, the Tusken Raider doll thing. But other than that, there's no stormtroopers, there's no lightsabers, there's no force, there's no characters we recognize, there's no Tatooine. I mean, and I think that's to the show's credit. I mean, I've always kind of been like, I want something new and something different. And I think the show does deliver that in the sense of like, we're getting, you know, a story of a new character, new places. Um, and it's not it's not relying on kind of our nostalgia, which is, you know, don't get me wrong. Seeing iconic Star Wars stuff is always kind of fun and exciting. And it kind of turns you into a Leo meme pointing at the TV. <clears throat> and some of the stuff's kind of fun, but it does kind of detract from some of the storytelling. And uh, I think this is really good. I'm, I'm very looking forward to seeing where this goes. Apparently, I mean, you know, this is going to take him to the rebellion. I'm assuming that Skarsgård is, is attached to the rebellion in, in some capacity. Um, so I imagine that at some point we will get some of the classic Star Wars type stuff. I mean, I remember in the trailer, I'm pretty sure there's like somebody walking down a like a bridge or something and a TIE fighter kind of flies over. So I think we're getting there. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to see where the show goes. I was very surprised by it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I liked it a lot. Based on three episodes, I'm not going to give it the best live action Star Wars show. I, I think I think Mandalorian is still probably the top I mean, it's got its lower moments, but man, that's a really cool, like Western lone warrior shogun type story. That's really cool, mm-hmm. and it introduced this new character no one's ever heard of, and yeah, has already become iconic within the canon. Like Mando is pretty fucking awesome, and mm-hmm. he's fucking Joel. Come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what loss is. <clears throat> so, yeah, I. Based on the first three episode premiere, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I think it looks great. I think it's going in some cool places. I'm gonna give it a seven point nine or seven point eight. Nice. Seven point eight. I'm going eight point five. I yeah, I really like the show. Um I like 
just everything that we see in the show is new and something different. And um, that's kind of what I've been wanting from Star Wars. Although, you know, the more I think about it, I think, you know, there's like a balance, right? Of like, of what we know as Star Wars. And then like what we, I mean, this show seems to swing very heavily in the, in the other way, which is like, we're not going to show anything of Star Wars. Like you could probably change the title of the show and put it on Netflix and, you know, no one would know that it was Star Wars. So I think maybe they have swung a little too far in that direction. Um, so it would be kind of cool to see some Star Wars stuff eventually, which I'm sure we will. I mean, again, we still have nine more episodes to go. I'm sure we're going to get there. But in terms of a, a character I didn't really care about, um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sucked into this storyline. I want to see where it goes. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. <clears throat> um, I hate doing this weekly wait thing because that's going to be a long wait for one a week and we got to get to 12 yeah <laughs> dang i thought i read somewhere this is don't quote me on this but i thought i read somewhere they're gonna they're gonna send them out three at a time because apparently every three episodes is a new director so like we'll be like little mini movies like this was don't quote me on that i don't <laughs> know if that's true that would be cool i mean at least that's you know meeting halfway it's like all right you're gonna throw three episodes every week though I'll, I'll i'll dig that but i don't yeah, know let's not to look into let's that. Hope so. Let's hope so, because I, I saw it was going to be a week early release after the first three. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be watching this till next year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just have to come back to it in like f- four months and fuck it. Let's do it. Watch yeah. it all. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool, man. 7.8, 8.5. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to where it goes. It is cool. Um, I like how it's just set in the universe. You don't have to mm-hmm. go too hard about the universe. Obviously, they're going to have to. It's about the rebellion. You're gonna yeah, get to yeah. That, Eventually, we're getting there. Yeah, for sure. As of right now, it's like street level, and that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Especially with no stormtroopers, and you know, they, you know, it's just like a, a federation force or something. So yeah. Uh, another thing I like about it is, is the writing, like the pacing of it, it really takes its time to the point where like after episode one, I had so many questions. Like he, when he goes to the junkyard to talk to, is it Brax, Bix? I think it's Bix. And he's like, oh, I got this thing. And, he, and it's, it has a certain name to it. I'm like, I don't, what the fuck is he even talking about? And I was like, did he pick that up? Is this something he grabbed from the two dead guys? Like I had so many questions, like what the fuck is even happening? Call what guy? What, like, what do you guys even do? And over the course of three, like it really takes his time. And then as it kind of evolves, you're like, oh, he took that when he was a kid. And this is a, I mean, I guess we, <laughs> I still don't know what it is, but at least we like over time, we're kind of shown like all these things. Um, so I like that the show takes his time and, and raises a lot of questions, but then kind of answers them pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. I was going to say something about it. Um, yeah, I hope we get to see a little bit, <clears throat> a little bit more of that transition from the Republic to the Empire, and what that looks like as far as like, for the people just living on planets and like not involved with it. Yeah, because that's a interesting subject to me that's never really been covered. What's that transition look like from the Republic to the Empire on like just basic people's lives? You know, right, right, throughout the galaxy. And I think you, the, we'll probably get some of that because that seems like it'd be necessary for the wanting to start a rebellion. So that'd be interesting to see. 
Yeah, you get like a kind of a kernel of it. I thought this was really fucking cool, which is that these <clears throat> these corporation guys show up on this on this planet to look for Cassie and they have this warrant and they oh, kind yeah. of bust in the house. And then all the street people start banging on tools and stuff. And then like there's this really cool line of dialogue where like the two soldiers who are watching her in the house, she's like something about the sound and they're like, what is it? And she's like, it's a reckoning. And they're like, you don't want to know what happens or you should be, you'll really be scared when it stops. They're like what happens when it stops? I don't know. There's just like cool tension moment um, with all the citizens. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, go check it out. 7.8, 8.5. We enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, as always, check us out on uh, Spotify and uh, Apple Music. And as always, here on YouTube, uh, we appreciate you coming by. And until the next piece, we'll have to say peace. Peace. Peace.